This is a Federal News Network podcast. Vocational rehab and employment is a major effort at the Veterans Affairs Department as it tries to get veterans with service-related disabilities into gainful employment. The specific VA component, the Vocational Rehabilitation and Employment Service, has been doing some updating and modernizing. For details, I spoke with the Executive Director, William Streitberger. First of all, where does your service sit within the panoply of VA components and agencies? So we're the Vocational Rehabilitation and Employment Program. We are within the Veterans Benefits Administration and the Department of Veterans Affairs. And how many people come through the service every year? I mean, how many veterans do you deal with in a given year? On average, we have about 118,000 veterans participating in our program on a continuing basis year after year. We're growing this program. That's why we're talking with you today. We want to let veterans know that this amazing program to support their career goals and objectives is available to them if they've incurred a service-connected disability while serving on active duty. Now, people are, unfortunately, we are still at war in a couple of places in the world, so there are new veterans with disabilities being produced. But can someone who has a disability from a prior conflict or one that might have happened early in the existing conflicts come back again? if they need more rehab or they want to change careers, that kind of thing? Absolutely. We serve veterans from the World War II generation right on up to the current uh, veteran population in the existing wars, as you mentioned. And at any time, a veteran is able to come back into our program, be reassessed to determine whether or not we can support them in redirecting them in their careers or supporting them in their daily activities through any independent living services we might be able to provide veterans who are aging or may require home modifications or assistance in being fully active and participating in their lives at home and in their community. Now, the federal government, of course, has had a veterans hiring preference for a long time, and I think Veterans Affairs Department itself is probably the biggest, one of the biggest employers of service-disabled veterans and veterans in general. But give us a sense of how many go to work for the federal government through your program versus go to elsewhere, state and local government or, or private industry. Yeah, so most of our folks that come through the program, veterans and the like, they are participating largely in private sector employer opportunities. We do have a very high number of veterans participating in the federal government within VA. Roughly 40% of the employee population are veterans, so we do see that here in the Department of Veterans Affairs and other government entities as well. And do you have tie-ins or cooperative types of arrangements or just collaboration with other federal agencies outside of VA that might be able to use these folks? We do. We have strong partnerships with Department of Defense, the Department of Labor, all federal agencies. We offer on-the-job training programs in other federal agencies. We have a program called Non-Paid Work Experience, where veterans who are pursuing a training objective to achieve a degree or other type of technical training can go and work in a federal agency, receive their normal subsistence allowance while learning a specific trade or occupation on the job with the federal agency. And, of course, employment runs the gamut from blue-collar all the way up to professional services and so on. Can you generally characterize the types of work that the people that are coming through your program do? Certainly. We have uh, the majority of our folks are in 
business-related, white-collar type of careers. We also train lawyers and nurses, and we also have a lot of folks who are in the trades as well. So we see the full gamut of employment opportunities that exist out in the workplace in general, but most of our folks who are trained through our program go into white-collar type careers, uh, business-related and other careers of that nature. We're speaking with William Streitberger, Executive Director of the Vocational Rehabilitation Employment Service at the Veterans Affairs Department. And let's talk about the rehab end of this. Does the VA, that is the VHA, itself deliver the rehab services, or do these come through contractors or institutions in the community? So rehabilitation services are provided in conjunction with the Veterans Health Administration. The VBA, which the VRNE program resides in, helps with the vocational elements of rehabilitation, understanding the veterans' needs, their interests, aptitudes, and abilities as they pertain to their actual disabilities, which might be a barrier to employment. So ensuring that we're crafting the very best program of services so a veteran can be successful. But our partnership with VHA is vital because oftentimes veterans coming into our program are still dealing with their medical issues or mental health issues. So we want to remain connected with them to ensure that veterans are continuing to persist in their programs so that they can be successful. And that requires a partnership with the Veterans Health Administration and other entities within government and outside of government to make sure that veterans are getting all the assistance that they need so they can be successful. Now, in recent years, post-traumatic stress disorder syndrome has become a bigger focus for VA itself, as well as traumatic brain injuries, and sometimes they're related. How has that affected the program? So we're very careful early on in our evaluation and planning process to ensure that veterans who are coming into our program have stabilized through their treatment at the Veterans Health Administration or any private medical provider so that they can be successful, that the stresses of going to school full-time or some other training program, along with their regular life activities, which include working and busy family lives, are not going to impact their training programs negatively. So we're very careful on the front end to evaluate their situation so that they can be successful in the end. And the Veterans Affairs Department has been embarking on modernization efforts pretty much across the board from IT to program evaluation. I know at VBA they've been trying to modernize the appeals process and disability and so on. Tell us about some of the modernizing you've been doing. We're really excited about this historic time in the Veterans Benefits Administration, specifically with vocational rehabilitation and employment. For many years, we've existed in what I call the 20th century environment where veterans are living in a different world than they do today in the modern workplace and in their lives, and we want to modernize our system so that they can engage and interact with us just like they do everywhere else in their life with their doctors, their banks, with their shopping and all of that. So we are modernizing our case management systems. We're connecting with veterans via video, VA Video Connect, where they can have their appointments through teleconferencing and telecounseling, which really supports their uh, ability to have access to our program in a very flexible way. And so we're looking at any possible way where we can provide efficiency and better quality service through the use of available technology today, artificial intelligence, and technology that enables them to access us anytime, anywhere. Can you elaborate just for a 
moment on the artificial intelligence side of it? Yeah, so we're going to deploy this year in the fiscal year 2020 what we call the electronic virtual assistant. This will enable veterans to communicate with us via any mobile device to schedule appointments, reschedule appointments, have regular conversations that they would normally have to have via phone or email with their counselors to get their needs satisfied in a very quick and efficient manner. It also tracks them and updates our systems automatically so that we have good engagement and and interaction throughout the program that they're in to ensure that they successfully continue in that program to a positive outcome. And this is very important. This is technology that veterans are using today, as I mentioned earlier, in every facet of their life. And we want to bring that to them here in VBA so that when they come in and work with us, they're experiencing the same type of customer service and and client interaction that they do everywhere else in their life outside of VA. So we're really excited about it, and we're hoping our veteran population will be engaged and excited about it, too. And it's also the technology they're likely to be using in modern employment, too, isn't it? Absolutely. And we're going to expand and look at ways to expand how we engage them in that process, because we know that our veteran population is looking toward more technology-based driven solutions that ease their interaction with our program and with employers and they want we want to have them on an even playing field with the employers and the other candidates that are out there using this technology in the general employment population. Will Streitberger is executive director of the Vocational Rehabilitation and Employment Service at VA. Thanks so much. Thank you. We'll post this interview at federalnewsnetwork.com slash Federal Drive. Subscribe to the Federal Drive at Apple Podcasts or Podcast One. This episode is brought to you by Zelle. Whenever you're sending money through an app or online, it's important to do it safely. Here are a few helpful tips. First, always make sure you know and trust the person you are sending money to. Second, confirm you have entered their contact details correctly. And finally, if you don't trust the person or your recipient is rushing you to send money right away, think twice before sending money through an app or online. 